0: Hey, Dane. So I, I I decided it's episode 64. Right. But I decided I wanted to start it off a little different. You ready? Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't give you no preface of what I'm about to do. Yeah, I'm a
1: little thrown off by this. Ready?
0: Here we go. But
1: do you think you DJ so... oh, and
0: stuff? sports and stuff podcast, episode 64, Deontay F's Dane Beasley, little DJ on the work, you know, on the I'm on the shaking my tables. head.
1: Your wife no, should have, have like never that got around? that for you. I know you, you, it's quite possible that you bought this with your money, but I'm going for the sake of me being ashamed of you trying to be hip and cool and stuff. <laughs> Your wife should have never bought that for you. Whatever little <laughs> soundboard thing you playing with, the little little touchpad, the little DJs be having in the music video, should've never bought that for you.
0: Uh what's yeah. the uh off of uh the hangover? do 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 do.
1: I, I can feel it.
0: it. <laughs> yeah, episode 64 of the Dual Sports and Stuff podcast, oh. Deontay F. Dane Beasley. We appreciate you for tuning in on the audio version, on the video version. I've been slacking on putting the video up, but episode 64 will be on YouTube. I promise you that. So appreciate you listening and watching wherever you are because you took it out of the time of your day to kick it with your boys. So we definitely appreciate it. Dane, my ace, my guy. How are you doing, my brother?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I just cannot wait to eat a chicken breast sandwich after this podcast. So I didn't tell <laughs> I didn't you this. About- I forgot to tell you this. I'm thinking about food. So my normal breakfast, you know, you take some grits and some oatmeal, you know, muffin or something like that. And I was so prepared and excited about my breakfast. I had two bananas. I had apple. I brought... Uh, little Belveeta, blueberry chips, Rossamanos. So excited about breakfast, completely forgot my lunch. So I didn't have any lunch. So I had to ration my breakfast to make it stretch. Cause I wasn't, I, mm-hmm. wasn't, I wasn't gonna leave the house. I wasn't gonna leave the house. I wasn't gonna leave the office to go get some to eat because I'm I'm on this saving kick. Um I tell. I mean Beyonce knows it. I'm, I'm not telling yeah. anybody else, but I'm on this saving kick. Um so I was like boom, I'm gonna make it stretch. So I was like, all right, this hour I'm gonna eat the Belveita. I'm only gonna, gonna eat half of them. This I'm I eat one of the bananas. Other hour, I'm going to eat an apple. And then, boom, if I get real hungry during this stretch, I'm going to drink this half a gallon of water. And bam, I made it. As soon as I got here, my kid, of course, he's a fanatic for donuts. He loves donuts now. So, you know, I let him have you know two, two donut max a day. So I let him have a donut. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to just show y'all. The, bak- the Lay's bag of chips. And you know the Lay's bag of chips, they go hard with a sandwich. You put like a chicken sandwich and some cheese. Right in the middle, and just
0: or, or you get the ranch dip, just ah,
1: yeah, that too. So
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. Excuse me if I feel super excited, more excited than usual. But it's not even about. I love this podcast. It's not even about recording. It's about the sandwich I'm gonna hand on after this podcast. But I, of course, for the sake of you listeners, I'm just as excited <laughs> about recording this podcast. Take it away, very you guys. <laughs>
0: episode sixty four, Nintendo sixty four. Of the duos, you know how we always used to relate the episode numbers to like players' jerseys. I immediately thought of like Nintendo 64 and how GoldenEye 007 is the best Nintendo 64 game. Argue
1: with me. I mean, the Super Smash Brothers like kind of exists too, but
0: I see where you're going um i like interesting i was that never was good first. at. i was never good at super smash bro that's why it's not on my Very top obvious. tier list <laughs> mario but obvious. all the mario parties for sure mario parties a staple mario kart uh what it was another good 64 like staple um uh, I got of course one. super mario world what he was on this podcast the craig watts 64
1: the craig watts episode without oh, yeah. Craig
0: it's Shout out to Craig though, Nevada, <laughs> yeah. Nevada, uh, the Wolfpack—they're doing pretty good. I think they only lost one game this year, but um, maybe it's the Craig hey. Watts effect. So shout out to Craig. He cut off his dress. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, man, I seen the snap. I was like, wait a minute.
0: I, I had to Who's reply.
1: Whose locks did he take? I was like, <laughs> oh no. Samson has lost all of his powers, ladies I and know. gentlemen. This man's cut his hair. So I don't want to. I don't, don't want to really look at this man. Cause I I, I always want to picture him with the locks, cause that's that's his identity to me. But yeah. now he's lockless, so I don't even want to look at him. So next time I see him lockless. in the president, I'm like I'm gonna just be like, "What up?" I just messaged him I on Snapchat. Close, I
0: was like, I was like, "Bruh," that's all I said, "Bruh." And he's like, "It had to be done." It's like, I respect <laughs> it.
1: I, respect I feel it. I feel it. I Shout
0: feel out it. to uh, Craig and the uh, Nevada Wolfpack. Shout out to KJ and Shout the UTSA Roadrunners, ranked for the first time in program history, mm-hmm. seven and zero. Oh. And uh, the boys are doing the thing down there, as they beat say, the, don't eat the, the cheese. Beat the don't eat, the off cheese. Rice. sorry, yeah, you, man. You
1: know, right, literally, the owls, right? The owls, right? Rice the rice owls, owls. Yep, rice sorry if cows. any rice owls are tuning in, apologize. You know what? And it didn't even cross my mind. Um, I forgot to tell you this. Um, well, my cousin, he was in the building, he was on an, uh, an official visit at UTSA. I
0: saw that he so, followed no, me on right. Twitter,
1: yeah, yes. he followed me too. After I retweeted the video, you know, he had two pics, you know. Six 660, you know, he yeah. retweeted it. And I, you know, I had no idea that he was going to be there, but, you know, his his mom, my aunt, she sent uh, us some pictures. And I was like, man, that's dope. I yeah. was just watching the clip of that beatdown. And now I'm seeing like, <laughs> y'all, like, they're on the field. And then he right. brought back all the memories that we have associated with that, that, uh, that stadium, because yeah. we played in that stadium man, before. Ooh, so it's like, it's like, let them know, Dave, yeah, let them know, yeah, let, let them yeah, know. We,
0: we played, we put, <laughs> we played, yeah, so it was. <laughs> And one. Let them let 'em know yeah. we won. Yeah, um, we won that game too. Uh what was that? The what Greater it was Portland? the state or... semifinals?
1: Yeah. No, no. It was the game before we got our asses kicked by leg traps. It was the
0: game that. before the quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah. Three rounds deep. Uh yeah. pause. But um yeah. <laughs> Episode <laughs> episode sixty four of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. One to say, intro this, of all time, it? but I know no, that was a cool intro. Cool <laughs> intro. Uh, I think I got. I had more to say in the intro. What was it? And I forgot that quick. Oh no, I'm a horrible
1: host. Get these, get these late. Get these late, <laughs> late chips out of the way. Nobody thinks we got sponsored by. Late. I am a horrible. But if you're trying to sponsor, any- hit us up.
0: What did, what yes, Lay's, lace potato chips. <laughs> trying
1: to get
0: laid Uh, Daryl, it was something else I was gonna say in the intro, and I forgot. Oh, I'm a, I'm letting the people know what we're talking about today on the podcast. Oh um, yeah, do that. Do yeah, that. let's give a rundown. That's say, talk... say that. To... <laughs> That's
1: say, say that to... Last
0: week, <laughs> last week we talked about uh, Urban Meyer and how la- how he was a wild boy. Last podcast. Yeah, very wild. Last... Boy. <laughs> very wild boy. <laughs> a wild boy, right? So, yeah. it, it, I guess. There were more coaches that wanted to, you know, be on the pod and have us talk about them being wild because we have two more coaches to talk about today that's definitely oh, wild if you haven't heard about it already. Coach O, Ed Orgeron of the uh, LSU Tigers. No, well, at the end of the year, he won't be there. And uh, John Gruden, Go no daggers. longer with the Las Vegas Raiders Go after, daggers. you know, some stuff surfaced from Whew. about 10 years ago. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about about, uh, Adam Shefty and his sports reporting ways back back in the Gap as well. Um, In our Nerdy News segment, it was DC Fandom this past weekend on Saturday. And we had a new trailer for The Batman. We have a sneak peek, uh, first look, exclusive look of Black Adam. We got Langston trying to be on the pod again. Respect to my guy Langston. We love you so much. (laughs) We got the uh another glimpse of the flash um Mm. so we'll talk about the flash and then mcu tonight monday night october 18th is the world premiere of eternal so all those like blogs and movie critics and all they get to go see the movie tonight and i'm sure there'll probably be little descriptions about hey this movie is gonna change the mcu forever it's (laughs) you know all the stuff that we hear about mcu mcu movies when they drop and then, uh, MCU delays got announced today, unfortunately. I and I'll talk a little bit about it, but I'm glad I didn't see Spider Man on that list. So we're still on track for Spider Man this year. Hopefully yeah, nice that holds, mm-hmm. yeah. And then there was an announcement for who's going to be Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So that oh, should be man. fun. That should be, be fun to talk about, but yeah, man, episode 64. Coach O, man. Coach O is a wild boy, Dane. Our second wild boy in, in as many episodes. Hey, um, t- t- tell the people. Because,
1: you know, I, for one, I knew that they were going to be part ways uh, a few days ago. I, I heard about that from another podcast I listened to. Um, and I was like, oh, man. You listen well, to another podcast, know, oh, bro, besides the duo? Yes, yeah, it's, the, it's the Players' Lounge, man. Miss, man. It's uh, the Cowboys which. Podcast with Barry Church, <laughs> Jeremy McCray, and uh, Nui Scruggs. It's Emmy Award-winning Newie Scruggs um But I was listening to that. I was like, "Oh, Coach I was leaving." Them. Well, you know, shout out to them for mutually parting ways. Hopefully, to go out with a bang. And then I seen what happened on Saturday. I was like, "That's not going out with a bang." Um, well, it is going out with a bang if you look at it that way. But you said there was some other details. and I was like, "Well, I guess I've been living under a rock these last few days." You know, just clouded in the midst of right. you know, all these dubs the Cowboys were getting. So, take it away, man. What's, okay. what's going on with that? <laughs> what's happening with that? Man,
0: so. There, there had been like rumors and reporters reporting these little things about what has been going on in LSU mm. since at LSU since they won the Natty two years ago, and I think the record his record is like eight and nine. Maybe he got to nine and nine with the big win win over Florida this weekend. But mm-hmm. there uh, seems as though Coach O has kind of got the championship from twenty nineteen, let it go to his head. So there's a report from the article or from the Athletic. That has a bunch it's a very long article so check it out if you get the chance but one of the things that kind of stuck out to me was him losing control of the locker room his staff um coaches not one to coach under him players not one to play under him and it's see, i know i remember ed orgeron from the usc he was an intern at usc and a lot of people wanted him to stay on as coach there but He didn't didn't end up latching on, um, I think that was in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, but ended up at LSU. And, you know, they won probably one of the most talented title teams in recent memory with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, all those guys on the defensive side as well. But um, from the article, it was just basically saying when one of the titles of, you know, the section says when football became secondary – Oh, uh, and it kind of went into, and I won't go into much details talking about his divorce and how that's played a role, and to you know how he's been with the team and stuff like that. But one interesting part of the article itself is um, talking about how, um, during practice, Coach O's girlfriends, quote unquote, come to practice and their children participate in drills with the players. And if I'm thinking about that in my head and I'm a player and I'm just thinking what the hell is going on here? Like we're supposed to be an SEC school trying to, you know, be who we are as LSU. And our coach, it seems like our coach took a book out of um, Blue Mountain State or something. And, you know, just kicking his shoes back on the desk and got his title and just, on for the ride for however long it it seemed like coach o was a coach that really was just there at the perfect time with the perfect yeah. staff that he had back in 2019 the perfect players and he was there for the ride what you think bro uh
1: for one i'm appalled and i'm disgusted um to run a, to run a locker or a group of young men who have of course The goal for most, young I'm not going to speak for every young man in the world, but you're a collegiate athlete. The next best thing um, in that particular. Promotion process would be to make it to the NFL, to make it to the NFL, you know, not not only putting out good tape, but to have good and respectable people vouching for you because there is a scouting process that comes with it. And part of that is having someone who's capable of holding people accountable. Uh, That doesn't seem like the sounds of or the characteristics of a man that's capable of holding people accountable um, if he's having things like that going down in the locker room. Now, of course, it's all very hilarious uh, when you think about it that way, but when you're not thinking of how this could affect the livelihoods and futures of plenty of young men, we have no idea or correction. We do have plenty of ideas of the backgrounds that some of these guys come from and football and colleges and escape on a way out uh, or a transition if you will and they're not afforded the right the, the an equal or fair opportunity if that type of uh, activity or lack thereof is taking place in a locker room and um and on their their facility so hopefully yeah. it gets itself sorted out and there's some level of accountability but um if that's my kid I'm pissed off um because you're you're literally telling me without saying such that this is a joke and this is just a game for you, um, but you know my kids are here to get an education and we're here to play some football and, and potentially go to the next level. And that can't happen with a coach like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it sucks for the players more than anything. Not laughing at the players is laughing at the the idea or just the the image of it. You know, you getting in. Uh, we're doing ladder drills as a wide receiver. We're doing ladder drills. Uh, you know, you get one foot in each of the little little rungs without tying up the the ladder rung. It's a Practice, you know, some sort of agility and quickness. It uh, helps you it, the trans. The trans. It translates to the field in terms of getting off the line. You know, making people miss things like that, and of course, it's just building that agility and quickness. And then you got somebody in front of you that's not even on a scholarship that's related to the girl that your coach is dating, and it's just like, mm-hmm. what the hell? So the the image itself is just uh, a little misleading. It's just some bad taste. Yeah. But hopefully, there's somebody that could reach out to them like you know redirected and, and get things back to some sort of normal because I'm sure that wasn't what led to let them to get, you know, get that title two years ago. So,
0: yeah, that's all. I and got Not even like, even with, you know, the LSU program as a whole not being as great as it was in 2019 and you got mm-hmm. the stuff behind the scenes. I don't know if you remember Dane with the Darius guy situation, Yeah, um, multiple reports about, you know, rape accusations for students um, on campus when he was on campus And I think he you know even had Some issues in the league Since he got in the league he's not on a team Anymore I can't remember exactly what it was but I think it was a domestic um,
1: violence situation If I'm not okay. mistaken
0: Yeah um, Just in general LSU has been under Investigation for a lot of stuff um, Concerning Title Nine, and so it, it It Just seemed like time for him to Step down because It's not LSU is not in a good spot uh athletically and even behind the scenes with, with those situations. Um t- Kind of to a point, like you mentioned a, a, a coach that could come in there and kind of guide them to success. And, you know, the first thing that I saw, you know, I'm a Baylor fan, so a lot of connection Baylor. with David Rand has been brought up since David Rand was a def- defensive coordinator there when Joe they Brady won the too, natty. Huh? Joe Brady, of course, is now with – uh Pan, uh, the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, as offensive coordinator. Yeah, he can um, use an outline I, right about now, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, if he's looking for for somewhere to go, like to That's you know become place. a head coach, I feel like LSU would welcome with open arms. I think uh, Dave Aranda's name had been brought up a lot, but mm-hmm. his demeanor—I don't know if you ever heard him speak, Dane—but when he talks, bro, it's like he he has a calming <laughs> presence about him. Yeah, like. It's like and a Yoda they, vibe. He, right. And he doesn't fit I don't think he fits what they want at LSU, like the culture there. Like LSU is yeah. so rah rah rah, the and rah, he's rah, like the opposite is. of that. Right. And so maybe I maybe that's I don't what know. they need. Maybe
1: they need to step away from the norm and get think out yeah. of the another bus a little bit in the hiring process.
0: They 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 could think that way, but I I don't know, I just feel like they want not to say David Wren isn't a big name, but I don't mm-hmm. think he The big fish. He's the big fish, and I don't think he wants to leave yet. I think out of like what he's different than than what Matt Rule was. As far as Matt Rule knew, that his ultimate goal was to get you know to the NFL, and he achieved that through his stop at Baylor. And I don't think
1: remarkable success. Yeah, his path yeah. was like
0: right. So I don't think Aranda really. I think this is a good spot for him, like especially mm-hmm. who he is as a person. Like Baylor's a Baptist, you know. Christian University, and that's who he is. And I think that's, like, a perfect match for them, like, each other. And I think Aranda would be a uh, – I don't think he would fit that LSU culture. Uh, one one name I think would be really interesting, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he would want to go there, is freaking Lane Kiffin. Imagine Ooh. Lane Kiffin going to LSU. Yeah, that's as crazy as Lane Kiff- Kiffin is, as crazy as that LSU, like, fan base – I think that would be an interesting way. I don't. I don't know if that is even in the rumor mill right now, but I think that is a match for the way the cultures of both you know entities are. So, Lane Kiffin, he's under whose coaching tree? Was he under the Sabin? He was under
1: the Saban coaching tree, right?
0: Yep. One of the many. Oh Lord. Shout out to Jimbo getting his first win, uh <laughs> being the first assistant to knock off Nick Saban, by the way.
1: Yeah, crazy. Unranked team at that too. Yeah, Man. So um Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know. Hopefully it ends well because there's too much talent. Too much talent. LSU is always university. gonna get
0: Yeah, they're they're always gonna have that pipeline, Louisiana, Texas. Like they're gonna get players from everywhere wanting to play for LSU because what they have established previously, you right. know, through the years and especially but with that 2019 title.
1: Those guys deserve to have the opportunity to make a deep push and, and get to the natty again. It's just not enough to be a, a great player and to be at a university. For, at least that's my thought process. Like they deserve much more than that. They deserve a, I mean, a better quality head coach base. And of course I have to do my own research with the, the accusations and the, uh, the things that have been going on there. But, based on what I've been informed of my colleague who I trust very well. Um, <laughs> I believe there's uh there needs to be some things to change and, and that starts with that coach or elector. Mm-hmm. So shout yeah, out we'll to see that
0: how one. that, how that progresses for sure. Another coach Dane that we found out was wild and could still, could have still been wild until this day. Tracks. Have we seen some emails from 2021? We never know. Uh, ex Las Vegas Raiders coach, John Gruden Um, stepped down a few days ago and for some reason my Broncos lost to to a team without a coach, but we won't go there. But John Gruden got let go. Actually, he resigned from his position as head coach of Las Vegas Raiders due to – and how how this came about, Dane, is very interesting. You remember when we (laughs) talked (laughs) about the uh, – Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) there was a law firm – that was investigating the Washington football team's emails um, talking about everything that they went through with their previous GM, Bruce Allen, I believe his name is. And, you know, came across some some interesting emails from uh, Sir John Gruden, man, back in 2011. And in 2011, there were a lot of uh, interesting, interesting, interesting things said from Mr. Gruden about Colin Kaepernick. And about uh, Michael Sam, who uh, if you don't know who Michael Sam is, he was the first openly gay athlete drafted in 2014 by the Rams Rams and Jeff Fisher at that time. And basically in these emails, John Gruden had said that NFL was forcing Jeff Fisher and the Rams to draft him because he was gay and forcing that agenda. He had comments for uh, NFLPA president Demoris Smith about his lips. Um, man, it it's crazy, bro. Twenty eleven, and and you and know he went in his
1: bag for that one, man. He, he boy got he, in his he got in his racist bag for that one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know it's crazy to think about because we're in twenty twenty one and all these uh, like agendas as far as what the nfl is trying to push to end racism in the end yeah. zones and on the helmets and you got and, this and you, and got, you got this going. from 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 2011 and and then you realize that that these things are con- i mean it's from 2011 but for it to come out now we're still fighting through these things we're still not at the point where this is like not gonna be an issue right yeah man see here's the here's the
1: problem beyonce what incentive do coaches have to not be disgusting, horrible, bigoted human beings? Aside from this, like, they, they, I mean, obviously the what public shame, the loss of a job. And I say loss of job opportunity with an asterisk because, you know, about three or four years, he's going to pop up with a job and like nothing's ever happened.
0: And he's still getting so, paid right now as we talk. Yeah, still getting record this podcast.
1: But there is no incentive to, for these type of people um, that have this hate in their heart. To, there's no incentive for them to turn away from the things they've done Because we, we're seeing right now in real action Through many, 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 many excuses of empowerment That this is okay Because before a lot of the content of these emails were exposed He had dudes lining up Oh no, he's not a racist guy He's he's good Like your Tony Dungey's Dun- and the And I'm like, bro And then soon, as soon as all this other stuff comes out I'm like, you look real foolish right now you look real foolish right now, tap dancer for this dude who probably wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, judging mm-hmm. from the context of some of these emails. But the crazy thing to me about this is he wasn't even the original target. Like you ever been at a in a in a gathering of of uh, other people um and someone happens to be the butt of the joke, getting made fun of, everybody's taking their turns making yep. fun of him. And then everybody turns around and say, Oh, what you laughing at? You want some too? And they start making fun with, of Joe Big with
0: With Joe Big, uh, with yeah. Joe Big uh, it,
1: That's exactly what happened to this man. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, yeah. was sitting up there minding his own racist business, and all of a sudden he gets a text message from his agents, like, hey, we need to talk ASAP. And he has, you know, little little fire alarm, uh, fire alarm emojis in the text message. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? Say, like, hey man, this is bad. He's like, well, they got you in the email saying some racist He's like, oh, <laughs> did, you really <laughs> did
0: you really send this?
1: Did you really send? Well, yeah. <laughs> don't no, you I see think, the size of those lips? <laughs> when it first,
0: <laughs> when it, shut up. When it first, uh, well, like first reported, and they yeah. asked him about it. I, I, I can't find the article or quote. I don't have a racist bone said, in my body. It was that, but he has said something like. I don't recall saying something like he said he couldn't remember if he said it or not, and I'm like, bro, yeah, you know man. damn well yeah, you know, if you sent well. that email, like, and the, there should the be crazy, no question about how you feel like back in 2011.
1: The, the crazy thing is, not only were you
0: it, it, this the thing
1: is that this guy was saying via email. There's no telling what this guy was saying behind closed doors in, in but, person, right? Exactly. So I can't imagine. Speaking of, you know, I no no. Let me get back up for the Raiders to move on the way that they did for them to go ahead and get that dub after getting their asses kicked. The previous was a Thursday night game. Was it a Thursday night game?
0: Um, I can't remember who they played. It
1: was, it was a night game. If I'm oh gonna they say.
0: yeah. They played the uh, chargers. They got, yeah, the chargers. Got,
1: they got, they got they got their butts kicked. But mm-hmm. for those players afterwards, to be trying to put on a spot like that. You know, reporters asking them, how do you feel about this? Like you asking the wrong person, obviously mm-hmm. the dude was no longer the coach uh Of the the Vegas Raiders, so he obviously can't account or he can't be held accountable for those things in front of a mic without you know his press release. That's gonna his little press run is gonna happen in like three or four years when he's trying to get his job back. um uh, he's gonna be up there kissing you know the little different black babies and stuff like that on TV. So he we're we're gonna see that. Just just wait for it. We're just gonna like four years. He, his, he's gonna be back on uh, his TV. Gruden so
0: redemption tour. Yeah, in the 20 the in twenty twenty five. And he's going to put out,
1: like, a little book or newsletter. This is how I overcame bigotry. And it's going to have, like, him like he's this. probably going go
0: sh- to go to stools and stuff. Man.
1: Crazy. Something wild. But anyways, putting the players on the spot to not answer for the coaches' actions, but to, like, how do you feel about this black players your coaches, you know, said these racist things? Or even one of the NFL's openly gay players. Like, how do you, how do you feel about your, you know, coach, you know, saying these homophobic things and, and using these slurs, like, I understand the media has a job, but at the same time, it's like, there's a time and a place for everything. And and you can just, you can cut the tension with a knife when you look at some of those interviews, because the players, some of the players just like, no comment. You know, no, I ain't got nothing to say. And then players taking leaves and stuff like that. But it's a shame that that has to be the reality for some of these players, because someone that they're supposed to be running through walls for has said some things that are beyond forgiveness, in my opinion. But here we are. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, ESPN obviously has a lot of vetting and a lot of work to do in their hiring processes and ensuring that stuff like this doesn't happen. But it is kind of shady how they kind of sidestepped a lot of the, the blame for this as well. Because,
0: yeah, he was hired by them, you know, when yeah. he was doing the Monday Night Football stuff, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, now, like at the time before we were recorded, when this came out, you know, everybody's clamoring for those because apparently there are six hundred fifty thousand emails that needed to be searched, and, and you know, people are like, "Okay, Gruden said this, but what's Jerry Jones?" The only thing? Who, who yeah, <laughs> Jerry Jones
1: said hey,
0: all all the owners, you know, that we yeah. feel some kind of way about. It's like, okay, what what did they say? How did they? Them,
1: them emails are you know? never going to see the light of day. And so, did you? <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, you, did you see the report yesterday that they or yeah, yesterday, right? I think they came out Watch and said the, that. They came out and said oh, the NFL were, said, were, said there was yeah. nothing else
1: out of all yeah. hundreds of thousands of those emails. There's nothing.
0: Marcus Spears, uh, f- yeah. Former yeah. Guest well, he, of the duo sports <laughs> and stuff podcast. <laughs> he, 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 he tweeted, "Bruh," And had the little gif yeah. of him having Look, his feet his up on feet the desk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a crock. It's a whole crock, bro. A whole fantasy. You can't sit up here and try to tell me, but another thing about that, uh, another caveat about this whole thing is it's very complex and has many layers. Um, that contract and a hundred million dollar coaching contract in 10 years word on, the, word on the streets is uh he may or may not be trying to fight to get some more of the guarantees from that contract and in of order course. to do that of course would have to lead to some sort of court decisions. in order to do that uh he'd have to probably Are we going back to, to the
0: uh, under under uh what is it he, in order to essentially Legal
1: talk, and I have no type of legal background. I, I, you know, we need to get a sports lawyer I can on walk here. In.
0: Hmm,
1: I wonder who that could be. Anywho, uh, essentially, the only way for him to to get out get you know the money that's wrongfully owed to him <laughs> would be to prove that he was there was some sort of uh, distress involved in the, the decision for him to step down, and to do that, he would have to you know mm-hmm. essentially go into the pretense or pretense that. These emails were released, you know, outside of my control. No, I'm not saying I admit to these racist things, but these racist things that I've said and these homophobic things that I've said or they shouldn't have seen the light of day is the the argument it's going to be. And that I think that's probably the only way that the rest of those emails will, you know, will be discovered, quote unquote, because there's some other stuff there. We know it's there, but you know that's one less racist homophobic misogynistic coach we got to worry about in this league and hopefully it's a no i can't say hopefully it's gonna be a lesson for the rest of the bigots out there but i don't think this is the last we're going to hear about it, especially if these emails will come up 10 years after the fact so you know here's Bro, the these, here's these the it takes all wild. of us <laughs> it takes all of oh us, yeah, right? yeah yes, it takes all me. of us so <laughs> here's to that whatever the hell that means
0: so. we need to look forward, you know, come together as one. It's crazy though, that this email story has a lot of different branches and avenues to it. And one yeah. of the like minor stories that kind of came out about it was, um, our boy, Adam Schefter, who apparently, uh, around the time of the, uh, 2011 CBA agreement. It, it's, it's, I think it's a non-story, but I think it's funny how Adam Schefter, like how we know him as such a breaking news kind of guy, and I think he, he he's
1: he had he's a scoop on up, somehow. He
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing I was going to bring up how he he has he has been questioned before about his techniques as far as how he gets certain information, especially with like the Aaron Rodgers stuff, and this particular story was basically. I don't have the article right in front of me if you're listening mm-hmm. or watching, but um, in a sense, there was an a article that he wrote in July of 2011 about um, Bruce Allen, the then-GM of the Washington football team, and how um, they were going about the CBA and things that were happening in the organization at that time. And he had sent his whole story, article, whatever, to the GM to be – edited he called him mr editor and if there's anything you need to edit or you see anything wrong let me know and i'll change it uh basically he has said this was about cba negotiations and so what's interesting is a lot of people came and uh talked about how adam, adam shifted this was wrong practice or whatever and he even it got so bad he came out and made a statement about how this is not how you're supposed to go about it i should have went about it differently and hmm. my thing is like How often does this happen Where Media can Or media Subjects of different articles Have Mm kind of this power like especially How we always see stuff That happens with the owners how the owners are Always in control of
1: Always control the narrative Every single time
0: Yeah. So I think it's very interesting Taking a step back again Like with stuff that happened like 10 years ago in 2011 and like put our thinking cap on and like, "Hmm, (laughs) I wonder did that just like, you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: So this is a red. I mean, obviously if you, if you don't know already, the NFL is still an owner's league. We see the NBA and the power that a lot of the the star athletes have. And we, we see that it's an amazing thing. It it has a lot of different uh, layers and, miniature dubs, if you will, for fan bases. But as long as the NFL continues to operate the way that they do, giving too much power to these owners, you're always going to have these players cowering and and going the way that they do. And you'll always have these people like Adam taking advantage of that. Um, Of course, he already got in front of it, you know, saying, Hey, this isn't the right way to do things. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, this when I came across that, I, the first thing I thought was like, he just has too much power. This is the same guy that's essentially teaming up with Kraft, if I'm not mistaken, about this whole little gambling app, right? This this little this little sports gambling app deal, yeah. and it's just like like y'all don't see a conflict of interest in that at all, mm-hmm. like. And of course, the, the rules are written by owners. This would be different, and of course they're collectively bargained by the NFLPA. But we all know that's pretty much a joke—not uh, the NFLPA itself, but just the strength that they have access to. It's it's pretty much a joke. So who's mm-hmm. to say that that's some some is real suspicious about it? Yeah, like super suspicious about it. Like I'm good on that. Like I don't want the person that. <laughs> I don't want the person that's responsible for creating sugar to be the same person that creates the cure for diabetes. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that
0: sitting on both sides of the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Sitting and eating on both sides, literally. And that's essentially what you're seeing here. You got one guy that's responsible for being the face of breaking news. And then you have an owner or I don't know what he is. He has an owner. He's the owner of one of mm-hmm. the most powerful football franchises of this century. The most probably the most successful franchises that we've seen in a no, the probably the most successful franchise For we've sure seen. of the decade. Whether, yeah. Yeah. Whether we whether we agree that it's because or of the we're coach a, or we're because in a new of the decade. quarterback.
0: <laughs> the previous decade.
1: <laughs> yeah, previously on power. So yeah, these two powerful individuals who there's a super conflict of interest there, and somehow they're collaborating for a business venture that has something to do with gambling. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Just doesn't add up to me the math is not <laughs> math as they say
0: it don't add up chief it don't add up
1: <laughs> no nah, it don't add up yeah so, i mean i it's already a tough is it's, it's for people that live in the eyes of the public like these athletes it's already tough it's already tough as it is for them being these you know beacons of supreme athleticism and Having to be poked and prodded like they're zoo animals is already tough enough for that. But then you add another layer that this particular person, at any particular moment, can find out information or release information to the public before they even get a chance to acknowledge it and let it soak in before they can get in front of it. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous. That's all I'm saying. But maybe I'm just a conspiracy nut, and maybe I'm just thinking too much into it, or could definitely be onto something. So,
0: tenfold do
1: rag. I got my tenfold do rag on. You already know it. You already know (laughs) it. So. We'll see how it goes, man. But I don't like it, Deontay. I don't like the smell of it.
0: Smell, smell like. <laughs> don't smell right. <laughs>
1: it don't smell right at all. Don't smell
0: right. <laughs> all right, now it is time for. Our nerdy news segment brought to you by our guy Keith. Shout out to Keith! <laughs> <laughs> dang, I caught dang He was eating at that moment when he was supposed to say it. So that was, My was to... <laughs> his mouth was full. He's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> can hate you, man. i
1: was <laughs> eating some lazy chips, man. Some potatoes, party side.
0: Potato chips. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, DC Fandom was this weekend, and I think this is like the third year for DC Fandom. They started doing this annual premiere event where they premiere their latest movies, shows, video games, and stuff like that. Products and products, of course, of DC that's coming up, and what the the what mostly everybody is talking about um, are the new the Batman trailer. Um, We got a first look at Black Adam And then we got a Sneak little teaser that kind of Felt like a first look of The Flash mm-hmm. And I would tell you Dane, I think your opinion is going to be Kind of different than mine I think uh-huh. out of all three of those I was most excited about The Flash mm. And I think it's because Interesting Of the Flashpoint Really? DC animated movie that I saw that you made me watch. Oh,
1: that I made so, you watch, or that we as a group were supposed to all be watching so that we can converse about it. You're not supposed together. to say that
0: in front of the listeners, man. Tell me this, Deontay.
1: Out of those 20 mm-hmm. some odd movies, how many have
0: you watched? Are we not talking is, about that, bro? No, we talking we're talking about, about, it right about now. DC this is about, it. this is about accountability. Right. I watched Flashpoint. You can, round, you
1: can round up too. You can round I watched up watched Flashpoint. The
0: number. I say three. Three. We had this mm-hmm. conversation a year ago. yes, I know
1: Now this whole conversation is on halt because of you you how, how myself, brody and DeMar. I know, we bro- can't I talk know, about, we can't talk about this until you fit until you catch up because there are some <sighs> breathtaking performances and criteria or criteria content that was discussed in some of these movies we can't even talk about it. so the possibilities of some of these movies that we have the live action movies we can't even get into that because somebody's not doing their homework
0: flashpoint we could talk about or we can't the flash we, we,
1: we can't we we can't because uh-huh. there's a there's a lot of ground covered in the dc animated universe we can say what you want about the dceu and how it's you know lackluster a lot of it isn't cohesive the 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 continuity is you know suspect but the dc animated universe damn near perfect, but it's a shame. It's it's a goddamn shame, Deontay, that we can't continue this conversation because if your ignorant ass not wanting to watch the rest <laughs> of this DC animated universe in a timely fashion. But anyways, let me hop off my high horse real quick and get down on, on ground level. Look you out of Iowa, okay. we'll sort of because you're, you're talking back. Are you, you back? Out of eye. I'm back. All right. Anywho, I'm most excited about Black Adam. And here's the thing.
0: When Before I you get little- into Buck, Buck, Adam, <laughs> I thought that segment with The Rock was the not. I don't wanna, I don't want to use the word corny, but his no, dialogue no, no, no. made me laugh. Here is the thing: Did you hear about that rap performance? No. I well, yes and no because okay. I watched like five seconds of it and I stopped. I couldn't take it. You talking okay. about him rapping on that song? Yes. So no. I, thing. Yeah, I couldn't take it.
1: In comparison to that monologue that he gave before the reveal of the first look of Black Adam and whatever hot garbage that he put out on that song, this was this was uh Shakespearean. What he was saying was some Shakespearean stuff, so that's how that's how garbage. If you don't know what I'm talking about, do not go looking for Dwayne Johnson rapping or attempting yeah, to rap. Do not go looking for it. If you want to ruin your day, if you're already having a really bad day and you want to. Here's somebody that's having a. Word somebody on you.
0: Twitter said it was <laughs> Republican it was, rap. <laughs> 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 I said, "If the Rock oh, don't get did. out of here with this Republican ass <laughs> rap, <laughs> Republican ass rap, oh man!" But this that part, bro, of the fandom where he was like, "The hierarchy of power of the DC universe
1: Crucial. is about." to change. yeah i was like yeah i'm like I'm i can happy. get behind i can get behind him trying to sell me a product yeah, but i can't sure, get behind sure. is is my guy up here trying to drop some bars <laughs> and he's not even on i mean he's sort of on a beat but he wasn't it's, it was just bad it was bad he was like it was bad it was it was bad
0: like it was bad yeah so why so, why are you excited for black adam bro man did you
1: see what he did to that
0: boy i did
1: Turn that boy's whole body into freaking ash, like choked him, held him up, and was like, Egh! And I just want to see him beat a whole bunch of DC superheroes' ass because he's, he's an anti essentially, he's an mm-hmm. anti hero, he's a he's between the lines, not a hero, not mm-hmm. a villain. He's like in the, he's in between, within of, the like same a, vein as Punisher,
0: sort of. Speak. I was just about to say that, yeah.
1: So I cannot wait for him to be beat asses on both sides. I I, it, yes. I I can't wait for it, but that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, because of that, just the the idea yeah. of the content that we're going to get. The ex- person that I know is going to kill it is Robert Pattinson. Like mm-hmm. he's going to kill it. He and with, and kill with that, it.
0: and with that movie, the Batman coming out in March, uh-huh. uh, it's definitely allegedly. We thought we thought the Dark Knight trilogy was dark. It was. But this is Gritty. going darker this and is... grittier than that, which I'm excited to see. I'm excited to experience Batman in another realm Cause you know, we've seen Batman in the comics or in mm-hmm. animation even. Cause I actually watched Batman year one, the animated movie. This um, but this <laughs> but story, the actual there. live action, 92. the live action uh, Batman, I think this is supposed to be Batman year two. So he's still unpolished. <laughs> Still trying to figure out how he wants to be as Batman, but I think what's interesting is in 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 what we've seen and what I've noticed so far in the trailers is that he, I like we know we know Batman like in the comics and like our the uh, Adventures of Batman and Robin, which is probably one of the my favorite cartoons, like more of a.
1: Hand detective.
0: and like detective, but also fighting style, like more it's oh, not karate, ass. but like martial arts type Batman. But this one, Jiu-jitsu. all I've seen is him just beating dudes' asses, just brawler style. Look, let
1: me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What I wanted, what I've been dying to see from a Batman movie is captured in the five minutes of Batman versus Superman in that warehouse. When mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's Batman was, and this whole movie was like.
0: That whole warehouse scene. The whole
1: movie looks like that times 20. That's the Batman mm-hmm. I grew up on. That's the Batman I know. So him eating bullets and then breaking people's arms like legit like like the what we saw in the first trailer when they showed him beating dude in the face mm-hmm. and it just kept going I was like dang dang. Yeah. Woo! Like that's right. That's what I want. Like that's what I need. I need. I need. That's that's exactly what it is. So, Pattinson, I'm counting on you, my boy. We watched the whole Twilight uh, saga a few months ago. And it was like, you know what? This is okay. Not bearable, but it's okay. Good entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see something from Pattinson. It's like, you know what? This is really good. The acting is good. The storyline is good. The love interest. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah. So, we're going
0: to, yeah, man. We're going to, yeah, this. I'm, I'm excited for the grounded level. I mean, it doesn't feel like a superhero movie in the sense that, I don't know, it just feels more grounded, more like we know Batman is a superhero, but like in this one, it just, the whole Detective. feel of it is more horror. Yeah. Than girl. like grim, gritty. I think that's yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so yeah, from what 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 I've seen the first two trailers, man, it just seems like a different take because we've seen mm. like multiple Batman over the years, obviously, and this one some more looks... than others. Okay, dang. Anyway. This take on the- Can you
1: truly <laughs> say that you can appreciate what we're going to get if you haven't even seen the DC animated universe with over 20 movies? And you've only committed to less than five?
0: I'll or just get committed to, to the live action Batman that we've seen thus far. How you about can
1: appreciate that? that and you can appreciate the anime. You know I, what? I didn't say I-
0: Ladies I- and gentlemen, please join me in
1: bullying this man and chastising him as he finishes watching because that's the only thing that's going to work. I have no other recourse. I Look, I've known this dude since elementary school, and I can't even convince him with my own words. The, my own two eyes have seen in these 20 or so movies have been incredible. And I've conveyed this message to this man so many times, which he still hasn't taken into. But it's okay, because I have faith that the, fan, the duo Sports & Stuff podcast fan base will chastise and bully this man to submission so he can watch these movies, so he can fully appreciate what we might see on film in March. Mic drop.
0: There you have it. Dane has dropped the mic. DC fandom was And dope. you should be
1: ashamed of yourself. And you call yourself a podcaster? What? Something like podcaster? Tell me like something, that. Deontay. When's the last yes. time you missed a Broncos game?
0: Unfortunately, I've never missed a Broncos game.
1: Tell me this, Deontay. When's the last time you missed the Baylor game? It's been a
0: while. Tell me, Deontay.
1: Have you completed... No, necessary- David, no. Okay, you knew, already knew I was going with this. So, if you don't yep. neglect your sports teams, but you're going to sit up here and neglect the DC animated universe for the sake of it's not as important. <laughs> and say, we got some things to talk about. Anywho, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, go ahead. My, my bad. I was about to take over. I'm sorry. I don't know what got into me. I'm, my bad. Let me, <laughs> let me back up.
0: Go ahead, man. Do your thing. That's why I need Dane, y'all, because Dane always, every time I'm up here in the sky, Dane brings me back down to earth.
1: And still don't listen. This is like and the I, and I fourth still time neglect. brought this up on the podcast, this man still ain't watched. At this point, it's just neglect. He don't want to be great.
0: He said, I don't want to be great. So. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Switching the <to, laughs> switching to MCU. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, there was news today that Marvel Studios Disney has decided to delay Doctor Strange 2,
1: yeah. Thor
0: 4, Black Ooh. Panther sequel. And man, um so. The Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2 from March 25th to May 6th. Thor, Love and Thunder from May 6th to July 8th. And Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever from July 8th to November 11th. The Marvels has been postponed, which is Captain Marvel sequel, has been postponed to early 2023. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, went from February 17th to July 28th, 2023. She's um hard. Does it... Does it have to do? And I really didn't get to read this article. Did it have to do with the recent um, strike of like the uh, filmmakers and production companies it, and things I like think that? It might have. I, I think, think they, it's coming like on a 90 Day strike. I think they're out.
1: trying to get ahead of it so it doesn't mm-hmm. come with a huge shock two weeks before the movie comes out. Hey y'all, remember that yeah. movie we told y'all what's going to about? That's not happening anytime soon. Like, I think that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Judging from the polls that I've been receiving, but yeah, this is all I, stemming from bad, 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 bad capitalism. And you might say, "Hey, is where go. is there a good capitalism?" You're right. This might be stemming something <laughs> stemming from something really, really bad, like capitalism. So,
0: I think, thing, man. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, take it. A, I cut you on, off. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. No, I would. <laughs> Mine was on the uh, other side where I was saying I I mentioned this to you before we hit record how I I was very happy to not see Spider-Man No Way Home on that list so you trying to talk to a hiccup or talk to a side. I know a bird bird. I was talking to a bird (laughs) was was like you was like I just
1: want to tell you something right now I don't care what they say about you bro (laughs)
0: I am the worst I'm the worst (laughs) podcaster on the planet man anyway I was talking about before we hit the record button how I was excited to see that Spider-Man was not on that list so I'm still crossing my fingers there could still be a change but we're less than two months away from that movie which I think is going to be insane of course Eternals the premiere of Eternals is tonight for the moviegoer or the critics and all that stuff that'll come out in November what are you about to say I see a look on your face I'm about
1: to ask you have you seen Venom yet
0: Two? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, two? I haven't two? seen it yet. I need to go two? see Two? No, I it. didn't watch two. I haven't seen it. I, just I saw the post credit scene. <laughs> oh, I have not seen that. So I need to, yeah. I need to hear about I, that. I, I, and we talked about how hyped we were about Venom 2. And then I got online and everybody was trashing Venom 2. So I didn't want to waste my time.
1: I don't care about going to see a movie and it being bad. It's just I'm still paranoid about
0: going. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. you, know you might as well just, wait for for it to hit streaming services then. man, say you you right, but or hit that or hit that uh plug on the link. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pause. You're right. I it's know. just like, man, like, I just don't feel like being around people, like just coughing. Like just being around people in general. i I consider myself a very outgoing person, but you know, since the pandemic, you I just gotta find myself like, oh, you mean I gotta go outside with those other people out there too? Somebody could be all in my personal bubble, like next to me, like. They took away the little spots in Walmart where we you're supposed to stand. was like, six feet apart from here. This is where you're supposed mm-hmm. to stand They took oh, away the things away? In, in my local Walmart. Oh, no, no, not my local Walmart, my local Costco. They took them away. So, man, this person was like, they was like real close in my bubble. Like, you know, when I was waiting to get to the line, I'm like, you know, like looking. I'm like, hey, man. and So, you know, I'm just little stuff like that. But anyways, side the point, you uh, were saying, my bad apologize got us off topic I no i was it. just
0: happy i didn't see spider-man on that list but i mean I, i'm i'm cool with the other movies being delayed i mean i don't have a choice but to be cool about it but <laughs>
1: like uh, i
0: was definitely excited for that doctor strange in in march so two two now more actually it's it less than two months because it was at the end of march it was supposed to be released now it's like towards the beginning of may so a little more or a little less than two months from that spot so um, yes. I, I I still think that's probably gonna be the dopest movie of this phase. Yes, All the possibilities sir. that could could go down. You know, we talked about that on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. But um, previous other than that, talk. you know, whatever Marvel does, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna question them on it because, uh, of course not. Feige is that guy. He's that guy. He's
1: that dude. He's that dude, man.
0: Yep. And uh, to close us out, Dane, last story: Will Poulter cast as Adam Warlock in guardians of the galaxy volume three and we haven't seen we saw that one tease of adam warlock and the post credit scene from guardians of the galaxy volume two and that was like nine years ago so i wonder how they're gonna kind of <laughs>
1: spin that but
0: um uh, what's your thoughts on him being cast as um guardians are as adam warlock i only remember him from a few things and the one show I remember him from, I know he's played in a lot of stuff, and I'm not really a movie person like that, besides superhero stuff. But mm-hmm. I remember him from an episode of uh, Black Mirror, the Bandersnatch episode. Gotcha. Um, I have seen. What him else mean? was he in? We are the Millers. Didn't he play comedy? Oh yes, and we're the Millers exactly. Yeah. Yes, was, thank you, Dane. He was. Yes. He
1: was a Steins to now.
0: just the son. The we from we're the Millers. If you've yeah. seen that,
1: he yeah. was also. I believe he was one of the people in Detroit. Um, which details some of the, not some of the, but one of the more horrific nights in Detroit. Um there's a lot of uh, racial elements in that movie. Okay. So, I didn't see him in that, but I I read reviews about his performance. They were really good. Um,
0: I but, always get him mixed up with the uh, old boy from uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, Swordson.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, I dude not Bad. Uh, yeah, or his, bad. his friend, <laughs> his
0: uh Sorensen's friend, yeah, yeah, I forget. Dude, he, what was uh, he was and from, yeah, yeah, in like Mike, uh, yeah, Landry Clark from, yeah, yeah, and like Mike, yeah, I can see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. both got but, that dumb look on their face. I got you, I got yeah. you, but yeah, that's, I'm hopeful, that's another
0: bro. cool movie that's gonna be dope. This volume three, though, James yeah. Gunn, whatever he decides to yeah, do, which is man. also the end of, he's been saying it's the end of. The Guardians trilogy, so whatever happens at the end of this is going to be the end of the movie. Maybe you see some spinoffs of characters in other movies and stuff, but it's supposed to be the end. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I mean,
1: they should be really happy. They were technically C-listers that got Mm -hmm. a prime time slot. So shout out to the creative geniuses that said, you know what? We need need some fresh blood. Something new. Yeah. And they just hopped over everybody in the line. So. Yeah, Shout out to them, I'm happy about this I'm excited about Adam Warlock the character Because he again Is going to push the limits of the new power level the, <laughs> character, so.
0: the, the, the hierarchy of the MCU Will yeah. change Forever yeah. Good, I don't mind as long as
1: you don't pick up a mic, a mic Again to rap, we are good <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> Oh man, episode 64 Of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast We're going to get out of here Dan, you got anything to say before we dip?
1: Uh, keep your distance, wear your mask, get vexed And don't cough in people's face Or sneeze, like, in people's face Because that's disgusting, you know, horrible human beings decide to do that um, Make sure you watch behind your ears, man It's, it's just disgusting You don't watch behind your ears like Obviously, if you don't watch behind your ears like, you, you just ain't cool at this point like, That's all I got to say
0: You nasty Nasty we're going to get out of here. We appreciate everyone tuning in on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all those great things. Episode 64 of the Duo. Until next time, we out.